Today's segment of the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show is all about storytelling. We're going to be talking about ways to connect with your audience through your story. Who is this for? This is for entrepreneurs. This is for leaders. This is for nonprofit, not-for-profit leaders. Listen, everyone, even if you work on a job, your your appraisal every year is storytelling. We're going to get right into it with our guest who's hanging out in the virtual studio. Sophia Robinson is with us, and we're going to be right back after this quick intro. Don't you move. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. So shout out to all of our live streaming uh, audiences that are coming on in from across three different places on Facebook, uh, YouTube, we cannot leave you out, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then certainly all of our listeners that check us out in the podcast version, Apple iTunes. Apple Podcast, formerly iTunes. You all are always leading the pack, but we can't leave out Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, and those that are like binge watching on Charvette.com or binge listening on Charvette.com. We appreciate you. This segment is brought to you by this amazing, amazing special that I am in. I joined forces with six, 26 other content creators, and we put together what's called the Radical Course Bundle. And you get 5K, five, that's 5,000, 5K worth of courses, templates, and all of that for $99. Like no strings attached. One time, you see uh, the link there on the screen. Those that are listening in other formats, you see the link down in the show notes. And this Radiant Course Bundle is only available until Friday. Let me tell you a little bit more about it before we jump into today's episode. You might have 99 problems, but access to courses to uplevel your business ain't one. Let me introduce Radiant Course Bundles. Until March 17th, I've joined forces with 26 other coaches and consultants, and I'm offering you the best deal I'll be offering all year long. Lifetime access to 27 business-specific e-courses, tools, templates, and all for $99. Listen, the total value is over $5,000. You want to get in on this deal, grab it before it ends. All right, it ends on Friday. So thank you for those that are coming on in. Shout out to my mom, Betty. Hello, hello, hello. Shout out to my sister, Kim, who's incognito with my brother-in-law's iPhone. (laughs) Hey, Kim, hanging out over on YouTube. Uh, Wendy Lee coming in from Wakanda. Listen, Wakanda forever. Debbie joining us all the way from California. We're so glad that you are catching us live. And for the rest of you that are coming on in, if you are new to the show and you are live, just let us know in the comments, in the chat, where you are listening in from. So let's go ahead and jump on in to today's segment, all about ways to connect with your audience through your story. And my guest is hanging out in the virtual green room. Sophia Robinson is here. She's a writing coach, an editor, an author, and she has a passion 
for storytelling and listening to the stories of others and a mission to celebrate Black writers and joyful joyful stories. She is also the creator and host of Writing Black Joy, a web series that centers around Black storytellers with joyful and uplifting stories. And they talk all about creativity, storytelling, writing, editing, publishing, and so much more. And those of you that follow me and you know, one of the things that I am passionate about definitely when I'm working with service-based entrepreneurs around their personal brand is documenting their transformational story uh, or their intellectual property in a book. I'm actually in the middle getting ready to get started on my fourth book collaboration. But guess what? Storytelling is all around us. Even if you say, well, I'm not per se writing a book, Storytelling is all around us. Without further ado, coming up to the mic live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Welcome, Sophia Robinson. How are you? Hey, I am good, thanks. How are you doing? I am wonderful. We are excited to have you. Listen, getting some some love still coming on in again from California. Thank you, Debbie. Hey, Tracy, thank you for popping in and watching. And so let's tell, um, you know, the listeners a little bit about your background and, you know, how uh, as that that movie, you know, how did you fall in fall in love with hip hop? How did you fall in love with writing and storytelling? So, yeah, I've always loved writing. I've always loved uh, storytelling from like, I think it grew up with a love for reading and that sort of um, translated over into a love for writing. So I've always enjoyed it um, at school uh, and then sort of moving on. I, you know, I went on, I got a day job and I I wasn't doing that much of it. Um, And then a few years ago, uh, quite a few years ago, when I was at university, I went on my first trip, like proper (laughs) vacation holiday Uh it was amazing and I was like oh my goodness this is amazing I'm gonna remember this forever and like six months later I was like I don't remember anything about this trip so I was like I need to document stuff more so that was kind of how I started because I always thought I was going to write fiction but that was actually how I started writing more nonfiction. and I started a newsletter for my friends and family when I would travel um, and I would, you know, send that. And then eventually I started yeah. a blog. Um, and then eventually I wrote a book. I mean, I think I always knew I was going to write a book, but it's, uh, you know, it just kind of, it was like a snowball effect, I guess. The more I did it, the more I enjoyed it. Uh, and that was writing. And in terms of editing, I've been editing since I was in college, basically editing people's <laughs> essays and, you know, like term papers and stuff like that. So those are things I think that have I had always been doing it and I only kind of more formalized it over the last few years. But there are things that I really have always enjoyed. Just 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 listening to other people's stories, telling stories and just connecting. Because yeah. I think that is, I think stories are the heart the heart of pretty much all of our connections, whether it is our stories and what we believe about ourselves, whether it is the stories that other people tell and we connect with them through the things we think we have in common with them based on how our stories meet each other. So I think the stories are at the heart of all of our connections. Ah, oh, so well, so well said. Um, and let me capture this comment from comedian Wendy Lee. Let me let me clarify. Um, she said, I'm black. I tell stories and sometimes I tell the truth. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's sometimes there's some laughter and joking in that. But as a comedian, they are storytellers, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And they just they just know how to bring those stories to life. Like if you think about a comedian, it's like 
they could be telling a story about walking down the street, right? And all of a sudden you're like, you're laughing, you're on the floor because they're just bringing it to life just with how they describe it and everything. Yeah, definitely. I think comedians are the like quintessential storytellers. I really love, love, love a good comedian for sure. Love a good comedian. Absolutely. So we hear a little something in your voice. We mm. hear a little uh, accent. Can we ask? Where, <laughs> where, where? Tell us a little bit about that. So I, um, I'm in Barbados. I'm actually grew up in Barbados, but I've lived in, in lots of different places. I've lived in the UK. I've lived in Tanzania. Spent a little bit of my childhood in Canada, but most of my growing up, I was in Barbados. Then I, you know, said so like I said, studied in the UK, and then I've been back in Barbados like for the last ten years or so. So yeah, I love traveling, but uh, I'm an island girl at heart. So sometimes wow. I hit the, the accent comes out of it. So you're going to have to <laughs> go with and it. And so you are in Barbados right now. Right now, yeah. Okay, so proof and point. The Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, we we always been international, but we are All definitely over. international today. We are definitely international today. So I love, I love that how um, storytelling transcends. It transcends culture. It transcends region and all of that. And so let's let's focus our conversation a little bit around entrepreneurs. And so in your assessment, like how often are entrepreneurs, business owners or those that are aspiring to go that way or even just leaders? um, How often are they actually storytelling? How often are they sharing their story? First of all, uh, I have two answers to that question. One is more often than they think. Mm -hmm. And the other, maybe not enough. (laughs) Right. Ah. A part of it is more often than you realize you're sharing the story. It could be the story of your business, right? You know, quite often what attracts people to you is the story of your business. When you talk a bit about why you started it, you know, why are you passionate about this topic? Why why now? Why here? Why you? Yeah. Part of your story, right? So there, I think a lot more often than not, you're telling stories about your business, you're telling stories about yourself, um, you know, what experiences brought you to this point here that kind of made you the person to hire or the person to work with. So these are all the stories that you can be telling for your business and that you do tell for your business. But I think sometimes people think that business has to be a bit more sterile, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They think, okay, um, somebody's hiring me because I have 10 qualifications or because, you know, I can tell you the mechanics of this thing. And, you know, the examples I always give is if you think about, if you turn on the TV and you watch big corporations, ads and stuff like that, you'll realize they're telling stories. It might be through the music that's playing. It may be coming across the screen, whatever the case may be, but like they're telling you a story and, and that story is wh- what, how, as I said earlier, it's how you're connecting with the brand. And that, that needs to be true for you if you are an entrepreneur, if you have a personal brand, if you have a, a, a product-based business, right? You know, there's some entrepreneurs that they, you know, maybe they have an Etsy shop or maybe they have yeah. a product-based business. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, like the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. People aren't, they're buying your product, but a part of what they're buying, a part of what they're buying into or connecting with, I should say, is the story behind that thing as well. So I think it's important to bring some of yourself and your story into 
when you share about your business. And sometimes I think we don't do it enough because we feel like we have to talk more about, you know, 16 workshops and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and not, not the person behind it. Ah, oh, such great advice. And, uh, you know, oftentimes we, the story is laced in emails that we send to customers. And social media that we're on, you know, all, all the time or a lot of the times. They even named the feature stories. The short form video is called mm. stories. Oh, yeah. um, and so why do you think people shy away from telling their story? Oh, so many reasons. I think sometimes you got to realize, like, it's... It's a bit vulnerable telling your story. I think yeah. to be honest, like you can get it's a you know, it it sometimes can take practice. But also I think sometimes people feel like their story is too ordinary, right? Like I always think about um, you know, there there's some people that I follow online and they like they hit this rock bottom moment and maybe they gave up alcohol, like they have these big, big stories. And sometimes we think like, oh well, my story isn't not that big, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. You know, so I think sometimes a part of it is being concerned that a story is not big enough or exciting enough or interesting enough. Sometimes there's a bit of shame around things that you might have done in your past. Sometimes it is just that fear of being vulnerable and the, and, and the reality that if you put your story out there and you feel that sense of rejection, it feels so much more personal, right? Like if somebody mm. rejects your your paperwork, your qualification, mm -hmm. somebody rejects your 16 workshops, you know, it's like, well, they rejected my 16 workshops. But if you are right. really vulnerable and they, you feel that feeling of rejection, it's a real, it cuts deep because you feel like they're really rejecting you as well. So I think there's a lot of, of um, vulnerability involved in sharing your story. And that's why, you know, I always say like, it's good to be supported during that process because, and support could come from other entrepreneurs, fellow entrepreneurs, yeah, writing a book, support could come from other writers, coaches, whatever, but like get some support because when you start telling your story, it can be, a, it can be a bit, you can feel a bit vulnerable. It can bring up some fears that you might not even have realized you had. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, Sophia Robinson here with us. How can they connect with you online while they're listening and watching? So um, if you want to connect with me online, you can come on over to Instagram. Uh, I'm at Sophia Robinson 77. That's my Instagram. Um, you can also follow Writing Black Joy, which is my podcast, my web series, uh, YouTube, like you, Charvettes. It's all over the place. Um, and especially if you are creative, you're a writer, you have eyes or ears, you love a good story, <laughs> you will enjoy Writing Black Joy, which... I interview, like I said, lots of different types of creatives and we talk about all kinds of things, you know, I, I just like different, we talk about their projects, but we also talk about their own personal stories as well. So follow me at Writing Black Joy, follow me at Sophia Robinson 77, or my website is just below here, sophiarobinson.com. And yeah, come, come join in all the fun. Come say hello. Come say hello. So um, as a writing coach, tell us a little bit about um, that, you know, what you do in that type of role. Okay. So good question. Um, first of all, I provide that support. So, you know, I was saying earlier, like it can get a bit vulnerable to be telling your story. So I am here to provide that support for you, especially on longer projects. So if you're starting a blog, if you are, mm. writing, you know, writing a book, 
maybe it could be a long book, could be a short book, doesn't really matter. But like if you're even writing, like I've worked with people who, uh, like you talk about your uh, collaboration that you're doing. Yeah. I've worked with clients who have been writing a chapter for this, you know, an anthology or whatever the case may be. So if you're working on a longer story, for starters, like I said, I'm here to provide that support. I'm here to give you that encouragement because sometimes you, what you need is somebody to tell you to keep on going because I don't know how you, you're obviously a seasoned writer, Charvet, so you've been in a few sort of collaborations, but I don't know how you experience this, but I always experience, even after writing multiple books, blogging for years, this voice in the back of my head, like I released a blog post last night and uh-huh. I released it and there was still that voice in the back of your head, like, you know, what if, is anybody what, gonna read this? <laughs> what happens if you know somebody gives you a bad review or whatever? Like all the fears, those voices in your mind. And so, as a coach, I am here to kind of walk you through that process. But also, excuse me, sorry, I am also here to help with the actual piece, right? Because I'm also an editor as well. So yeah. get it out of your head and then we make sure it's flowing. We make sure it's connecting with the, the chosen audience. Because at the end of the day, like I always say, like within one story, there are a thousand stories, right? And oh, you wow. have to decide, okay, how what what elements am I going to bring out of this story to connect with my chosen audience? You could use one story and it could be telling three different um three different lessons, right? So like, yeah. which one are we using today to kind of, what are we talking about today? What's on my mind today? What's What lesson am I trying to share with my audience? What, um, what am I trying to teach them? What am I trying to, you know, any of those things. So as a coach, I'm here to help make sure that you, you write in such a way that you connect with your audience, you know, through the editing process, through the collaborative process. So I'm here to make sure you finish what you started. (laughs) Finish what you started. Make sure you finish what you started in whatever format that may be, especially longer form writing. Yeah. And I know we have some authors here. If you are uh, watching live or even whenever you're catching this and then there is a chat or a comment section and you are a writer, type writer, type writer, type writer. If you're a writer, you published books, writer, just type writer. Uh, Wendy Lee is actually um, in one of my book collaborations. She was in Polar. And so we have some others that are here. Um, that are authors. And uh, I include a book collaboration with my um, my 12-month platform builder program um, mm. because there are a lot of people who want to write, who um, have a story, have a transformational story, or want to have their, their intellectual property documented. And then oftentimes it kind of like stops there. Like if you were in a room of people, and I know you probably experienced this, Sophia, and, and you said, hey, who wants to be an author? Like, you're going to get at least 50% of an mm-hmm. audience raising their hand saying they want to be. But then when that, what translates into the people that actually turn into authors, mm-hmm. it's kind of like these real like, lot. It's like 3%. Yeah. A very low percent. Well, hey, is that Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, nice to, nice to have some fellow writers in the house. Yeah, and and that's that is the thing. I think so many people want to write, which is why I love these collaborations that you do. Because the thing about yeah. it is, I think it gives people that I have this thing that I always call lowering the stakes, right? Because I think sometimes when we have a big goal, it can be so oh, scary good. that it kind of paralyzes us into inaction, and then we don't necessarily take the steps. Like, what's you know, you want to write a book? What book am I going to write? What's it going to be about? Am I going to finish it? You have all these doubts and questions, and so to me, lowering the stakes is like 
taking a tiny version of that thing and seeing if you can just finish it. And that by finishing that, it'll give you some momentum to then move on to the, the dream bit by bit. So I love these collaborations because yeah. you know, that to me is like, that's like a little bite-sized bit of writing a piece, finishing it, having it edited, going through that little marketing process. You know, as you said, you talk about a platform builder. If you're going to write a book, you know, all of the skills that you pick up through doing these collaborations, those will like be magnified when you go out there and do that whole book. So I think this is just a fantastic way to get started. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so thank you. I love that we are, we are on the same page. And I, and, and I might use that lowering the stakes. Um, I yeah. usually say put, removing the excuses or the roadblocks. But I, so when I use it the first time, I'll give you I'll give you credit. I, I'll give no you credit. I even wrote a blog post about it. Like when I was, my very first blog series is about life lessons I learned uh, before I turned 40 because I that was just a fun little project I wanted to do. And that was a part of me lowering the stakes, right? It was just mm-hmm. like, it, maybe, I, maybe I'm not going to write a whole book, but I'm going to, I can write a blog post. It's 500 words, 750,000, whatever the case may be. Um, I can do that. And, and then I'm writing it and then I'm sharing it. And it kind of is like, okay, because that's the other thing that people fear. They fear the sharing part. There are so many people that have those books on their computer, right? And those things on their yep. computer are never shared because the fear got the better of them. And so to me, it's just, it's just that, it's just all those small little versions of what you would do in a greater context. It's writing, it's sharing your work, it's being vulnerable, putting it out there into the world, letting other people re- read it, realizing that you didn't die when that happened, right? Like, you're, still right. you're still here to write the next thing. So I, I just love that so much. So you mentioned blog and I'm a proponent of a blo- of blogs. Some people feel like, are blogs like out? Are people reading blogs or blogs, blogs dated? What's your response to that? So my response to that is blogs, people are, people are reading blogs um, and blogs are great for search, you know, their search capacity, right? Yes. People are, so if you're looking for something, you're still going to go and Google it, aren't you? You're not going to just stand up on the street and shout, hey, I'm looking for like, you're going to Google, right? So <laughs> right. You still need to have a presence online. And I think a blog is good. But what I would say is start tapping into um how people are interacting online okay so take snippets of your blog and put them on your social media right keep it on the keep it on the internet because that's where people are going to google so people are going to google it but they're going to maybe maybe they'll find you through social media i started adding audio to my blogs a little while ago i just recorded quickly i use audacity i have my little microphone here and i record audio because you know actually i Maybe sometimes I look at a blog and I'm like, I want this information, but I'm not 100% sure. I want to give my eyes a little break. So I started recording audio and I realized quite a few bigger platforms, they have, maybe they have an AI doing it, but like they're, they're in, in, in the, sorry, they're including an audio element of the blog that you can have a listen while you're cooking your food or whatever. Right. Um, I have a coach that I follow who, she repurposes all of her content. So, and that is something that I think is important so that you can do the thing that we were talking about earlier, be on the internet, be searchable, yes. but also not have to feel like you're on this hamster wheel of content creation. So if you're somebody who creates videos and I've, I've actually done this for, for clients, you create videos, 
you can have the author AI transcribe it and then you can have that edited into a blog post, right? Or you can, and then you can have the video on YouTube or you can have the video on IGTV or whatever the case may be. So all of, repurpose your content. I definitely don't think blogs are dead. I think blogs are alive yeah. and well, but if your blog is, is um, helping you to facilitate your business, make it, make your content work for you, right? Don't feel like you have to write a blog and create videos and, 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 and like you just yeah. have to repurpose that content in such a way that, you know, make it readable, hire an editor. I guess I do that for clients. Let oh, okay. Let them, you know, do the SEO or whatever the case may be on the, the transcription from the video. Maybe you have, um, a zoom call that you are teaching a training that you're doing, you know, convert that into like a top five blog, you know, whatever. Those are the types of things that go viral because you remember you want work that is shareable in all types of formats. Everybody doesn't like video. Everybody doesn't like audio. So I, I would say definitely blog, but find a way to fit it into your content plan by making sure you're repurposing your content. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And um, I had a, a blog and it, it, at one point I thought, well, I don't know if anyone's reading this. I don't know. I, I've always had one on my website. And um, then I started having customers or potential customers saying, yeah, I was I was on your rep website and I read three of your blogs or yeah. I would talk to somebody and, oh, yeah, I saw, you know, a blog post. And I was like, oh, well, let me keep my blog because <laughs> people are Definitely. reading and reviewing it. People yeah. that when they find you, when they find you on social media, like I bet you, you know, anybody who watches this and thinks, oh, that was an interesting conversation. What's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to go to my website, right? Wow. <laughs> they're gonna, where are all these audio blogs that she was talking about? They're going to click on one. The reality of it is that people, people want to connect with you, right? And like mm -hmm. I said, everybody's social media is not everybody's jam. Um, some people will want to just be on the internet. But as I said, also remember that Google factor. Google is still alive and well. People are still yes. out there. Um, and even if they already heard about you, they're still going to want to go and Google you and they're going to want to see that you know what you're talking about. And a blog is a great place to really showcase that. Wonderful. And it is a way um, that you are connecting with your audience through your story. And so we've talked about a couple, listen, yes. listeners, those that are, you might just have popped in. You're listening to the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Uh, we're excited. We have Sophia Robinson with us here, writing coach, editor, author. We're talking about ways to connect with your audience through your story. Uh, and so I know that everyone listening, even preachers, even ministry, even nonprofit, all of these arenas are storytelling or sharing our stories. And we talked about video and audio and, and, and blogs. Yeah. And so for the person that wants to write a book, um, can they connect with you on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, my DMs are open. So if you uh, follow me on Instagram at Sophia Robinson 77 or at Writing Black Joy, just send me a DM, ask a question. I'm happy to, always happy to chat with somebody who's, I, I like, I love to, I love when people want to write books. That makes me so excited. So yeah. I'll be happy to chat about that. Um, and yeah, definitely, you know, remember that stories are how we connect, how we build mm -hmm. empathy, how we build trust, how we build a relationship, right? And to me, yeah. that's why stories are important. Ah, listen, a background check has, has already been run on you, Sophia. Wendy said, yep, mm -hmm. I already visited your website. Uh, it's a way, <laughs> but her version of background check. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Jackie, thank you for stopping in. Um, awesome. Yes. Sharing your story. She does grief recovery, counseling mm. and all of that. So absolutely uh, powerful author as well. Both of those authors. Yeah. Uh, so final thoughts um, as we get begin to wrap up, this conversation went so, so swiftly. I know. It, I can't believe the time yeah. is off already. <laughs> this has gone so fast. So swiftly, and again, um, live from Barbados. Uh, so mm. I, you know, I wouldn't make you pick your laptop up and go out. And there's probably it's a beach. Almost dark. Otherwise, <laughs> I really would trust me. If you had said that to me when this call started, I would have taken you outside to see the sunset. But <sighs> next time, next time, next we'll, time, we'll next time, next time. But um, this has been a great conversation. Uh, final question for you. The goal of this show, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate Sophia Robinson. So many things. Um, so one of the things that motivates me um, is a lot of, or I should say quite a few things that motivate me are not necessarily uh, financial. Let's put it that way. So mm -hmm. like when I started writing Black Joy, um, like I said, I wanted to, uh, I have this real passion for sharing joyful stories from Black writers. I felt like there was a lot of the stories out there that um, were more painful and they're very needed. I'm somebody who believes yeah. that stories should be told, but I felt like nobody is really highlighting the joyful ones. And I feel I was so funny. I was skimming through social media today and I came across um, a post from Brene Brown and she has a guest on, I wish I could remember who it was. And that person said that joy is the fuel for her activism. And that's how I feel, right? Mm. Joy is my fuel for so many things. Um, so when I started interviewing so these different writers and I mean, they don't have to be, they don't have to have books or anything. There was, you know, there's a playwright, there's poets, there's bloggers, uh, podcasters, you name it, different storytellers. And I found that that really inspired me. It really inspired me to see people out there putting their stories out into the world, telling their joyful stories, having fun, you know, connecting. Yeah. Because I think it's easy to connect through hardships, through shared experiences, but like it's also really important to connect through joy. And so I think that that inspires me more than anything else these days, sort of chatting with those storytellers, sharing their stories with the world, uh, knowing that there are people out there who are bold enough and brave enough to sort of put those voices in the background uh, and be willing to share those stories with the world. That's, that's ah, bold enough and brave enough. Definitely passion, passion work there. Uh, Wendy Lee, comedian, <laughs> Storm says you have a single brother. She's I'm open to relocate. You know, uh, the right I, I don't, but I have a, I have a few single male friends. So We'll, we'll connect. We'll connect. <laughs> <laughs> we just started to match matchmaking here on the Charlotte mm -hmm. Mitchell Radio Show. Sure. International uh, matchmaking all the way from Barbados. So thank you so much for being here. And we'll keep our eye on you and all the great things thank that you are, you. are doing thank and reminding you. us to connect, to share our story, to connect with our audience through our story. All right. Thank you for stopping yes. by.
Thanks for having me, Charvette. Bye, everyone. All right. Ah, such a great conversation there. And reminder um, that your story matters, that your audience wants to hear your story, your potential customer wants to hear your story, whether that's in written form, whether that's repurposed in audio form, whether that's repurposed in video form. Uh, in a nutshell, your audience is waiting and wants to hear um, your story. So this is a little bump and reminder little nudge to say, get out there and share your story. And again, I'm excited. Uh, my current Platform Builder clients, we are embarking on my fourth book collaboration. We actually meet with our uh, editor this uh, this week and we'll be writing and our contributions are to the book are due next month. So I'll be bringing you all along for the ride for my fourth book. Thank you for those that have purchased books in the, in the past. Thanks, mom. She said, great show. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's going to be a wrap. And as a reminder, this segment was brought to you by Radiant Course Bundles, which um, are available. This deal, this insane deal is available until Friday. So if you were listening or watching this uh, in the replay, this course bundle, which bit.ly forward slash course bundles 2022, you can grab $5,000 worth of courses for $99 one time, not a reoccurring 99. My product and course academy is within this bundle. Um, and it's, so it's crazy. There's things about Pinterest, Instagram, mindset, starting a podcast, all the things. So go ahead and grab that bundle. Um, and so I am promise you, it's going to be the bomb diggity. All right. Until we meet again, peace and love. Thank you for those that participated in the Women's History Month Summit. All of the replays are still up and um, it was an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome time and awesome celebration um, of women of all, all ages and all ethnicities and all kinds of contributions to the world. So uh, it's a wrap. I'll see you all later on the web. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.